Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sixty-seven of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, May tenth, two thousand and seventeen. My name is Dan Gorman, and I'm sick of eating hoagies. I want a grinder, a sub, a footlong hero. I want to live. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and there's nothing I can do. Internal affairs has me by the nuts, by your own nuts, I say. But what can I do? They have me by the balls. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and I always keep my promises when they're to muscle-bound whack jobs who will kill me if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about on this week's episode. We are talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Film Roulette. I didn't get to see that film, though. I watched a independent horror movie called Bethany. Uh, we have a punishment album from Casey by... Uh, Long-time punishment heroes, Cranberries. <laughs> They've been punishing me for decades. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Seems like their punishment's really linger. <laughs> and we will roll four movies next week and receive a new punishment album in Film Roulette. If you would like to let us know what you think of the, of the show, of the podcast, what you think of our discussions, you can do so by emailing us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can go to iTunes and rate and review us. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could go to modernsuperior.com and click on the Patreon button and toss a couple bucks of a, at us a month, and you'll get bonus content for doing so. Ooh. Yeah, Patreon us up. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, yeah, uh, I feel like I got a couple new names to read. Yeah, oh. we got some uh, some sweet sweet new uh, new patrons. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, good old Jimmy Kane. Yes, uh, Jimmy Kane's thrown in. It should be mentioned that Jimmy Kane. Um, uh, uh, don't signed up or whatever you call it there. Yeah. Uh, uh, during our last uh, record. Awesome. That's right. So yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll wait to to read him this week. So yes. thank you, Jimmy Kane. We got Maria Hammond. She's a a, a, a long time listener. Long time listener. Long time supporter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So vocal listener. She's one of our uh, one of our the people love who uh, yeah who throw in. So good. Gotta love mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Yeah. We got Jill Ward. Jill Ward's on board. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Ah, is that rhyme? Yeah. We got Jill Ward on board. And we got uh, a new newcomer, yeah, or at least yeah. a new speaker up. Or we got Peter Morata, yeah, yeah. He uh, and he's become quite vocal on the uh, the Slack channels. That dude's great, totally. Yeah, yeah he's got lots of uh, he's got lots of cool shit to say. Yeah. You know, love a week it. ago I didn't know what a Slack channel was. Yeah, yeah. Now I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You can just go and. Uh, 
you can sit in while uh, Richard and I of <laughs> Richard of Surface Noise and I talk about emo in the music channel. <laughs> yep. Or you cannot listen to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or how bad the new At the Drive-In album it's is. It's terrible. It's so bad. I oh. haven't even bothered. It don't. It's no, sad. Or just listen to one track and you'll get it. Yeah. And it's just, of any band that's doing like the, oh, we're getting back together, doing a new album thing, this is one of the worst, like we're just fucking phoning it in. Yeah. yeah. Going through the steps and it all sounds so empty and full of shit. Yeah. Very disappointing. Thanks for nothing, jerks. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Ward needs to be there for that band to work. Totally. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you have opinions on the at uh, the drive, yeah, you can get you into, can the, go slack into the slack. And, yeah, yeah, throw us some money, get in on our slack, and tell us what you think, <laughs> yeah. and we'll yeah. tell you back. So everything's rhyming, rhyming, yeah. rhyming machine. <laughs> we have, as I mentioned, lots of stuff to talk about. Yep. we have new news mm-hmm. and movies we have been watching in our first segment of the podcast. Uh, I think it's right off the top. I think we have to dive in the Blade Runner twenty forty nine trailer. Yeah, have we all seen it. Yes. No, I didn't yes. see it. You haven't seen it? No. Okay. No. Um, no, that's a movie where I saw I saw a trailer and I was like, I get the tone and yes. everything. I'll just wait for the movie. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But also, I, interestingly, in a weird way, I that's a, a movie that I have kind of been cautious about getting excited about, even though everyone well, on board... Yeah. You know the names all checked out. That the you know the the director and and all their past work and stuff. I was like, this is leading me to wanting to get extremely excited. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm scared. I'm very yeah. scared. Blade Runner is like a top five movie yeah. for me. But then this trailer came out and I thought, this looks fucking great. It looks really good, <laughs> and it still and it still feels right. And but in the, it's not necessarily just let's make Ridley Scott's movie again. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of like. Very specific nods, the big yes. Atari thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this is a little more, it looks a little more action-y. There's yeah. some explosions. Totally. But I'm okay with that. Apparently, there's a shot in the trailer of you know, like a car and a building on and, and kind of a little like a rural house on fire. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Gosling's kind of walking up to it. And apparently that shot was storyboarded for the original opening of the original movie Ridley Scott wanted to open in a very specific way right and so people were like it looks like they're doing what he wanted like that they've taken some things that like he had envisioned right and actually like taken those storyboards and been like we're gonna work them into this story because it, it's so good they need to be used. Yeah, which is interesting. It is interesting. Um, it's a good everything points to this should be all right. Yeah, and I, I think that's all I want is for it to be all like totally. just at least be all right. You I'm know? that way like, with Alien uh, Covenant. I'm like, yeah, just be fun, be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's gonna be what Blade Runner has been to me for yeah. you know the 30 years since I first saw it or whatever. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's possible to get maybe a great science fiction movie. That'd yeah, be nice, wouldn't it? Totally. But yeah, it's a nice looking trailer. It's really good. My question. You'll like it, Casey. It's this. This might be. I, I'm. I'm on board for. You saw the one trailer and you're done. Yeah. yeah. But this one's kind of maybe worth taking a look. I think so. Um, yeah, maybe if I get, maybe if I'm in that uh, a trailer spiral, which yeah. I've yeah. really been in in a while. I've yeah. checked a trailer out here or there, but yeah, I, I'm fine. And, you know, other than Star Wars stuff like that, yeah. where yeah. it's like an addiction, I can't help it. But right, uh, right. yeah, more and more, I'm just like, eh, I'll, I'll see the movie or I won't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But I mean, not with Blade Runner. I will definitely fucking see Blade <laughs> Runner. But like, but it, with any movie, it's like either I'll see it or I won't see it. And, yeah. And whatever. Like the, uh, it comes at night. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not watching any more trailers. I'm done. Yeah. And from what I've heard, some people are like, did I you wish watch, I watched watch the second one. Did you watch the second one? No. 
Yeah, don't. I'm not gonna. Because 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 uh, it doesn't really give you any more. Like, remember how the tone looks really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. More of that. Yeah. And, and and I liked that trailer. I loved it. I thought it was a fucking yeah. Great trailer. And it doesn't give away too much. But it, I, it really doesn't. Yeah. But it's also you don't need it. You don't. If need you get it. the yeah. if you get I'm the guess. tone, you're, you're like I'm ready right. to go in and yeah. be surprised by that movie. You know. Yeah. And and if you feel like circling back on Krisha, that's a great film. Is mm. the director's previous oh, movie. Yeah, right. His debut is yeah, is yeah. A, a very interesting movie. I guess I, I was howlingly unfunny debut. <laughs> I was I was happy with the Blade Runner trailer as well. And what I was kind of hoping to see from it is, uh, you never know if you're going to get sleepy Harrison Ford or not. Yes, and yeah. so. <laughs> So it's a legitimate concern. Yeah. I, think it, I think it's about a 70-30 chance these days. Yeah, oh, at least. Uh, but he looks... Of the time. He's sleeping. You see a bit more of him. It's a bit more of what you saw in the previous trailer, yeah. but like expanded. And I'm like, I think he's in. He's there for this. Definitely. He's giving it a fucking run, My, you know? I, th- I think we've he's maybe... It's like light material, you know? So you can't be fucking... Yeah. Have we discussed this on the show in the past? Um, my question about the film is... Harrison Ford has aged in the trailer right. and they're talking about I used to have your job he, right. he says to Gosling and Gosling is like I know I have questions for you mm-hmm. where does that leave the lineage of the original film in regards well, to I think him, we don't know. him being yeah. a replicant this, or not or is he a replicant that ages obviously we're leaning at that this <laughs> is the thing that everyone's the big question forever yeah. the ambiguity of the end and it, it was Deckard a replicant yeah. so now we're gonna that's going to be answered yeah. to some degree which is the only bummer of this when I, I really hope they like, don't I hope they figure out a yeah, way if there's not a way around to. it cool and maybe there is dumb. some way that they've you know they made an applicant a replicant age or whatever yeah. you know maybe and every I like time that. they go hey are you a replicant and he goes I don't know you know and but so I liked that being in the trailer too he's like I have questions for you he's like oh the questions thing you know that just made me excited <laughs> you, you are. You've always been a fan of questions. Yeah. Like, uh, what's a tortoise? <laughs> <laughs> so there's that Blade Runner 2049 trailer. Let us know what you think uh, by emailing us or, or chatting us up in the in the in the yeah. Slack. Yeah. yeah. There was also some news, Greg. Yeah. Um, I saw that you posted about it. The mm. um, Hellboy. Hellboy news. Yeah. So what's this news? They're going to do a re- they're going to reboot it. They're rebooting rebooting it with it's, David Harbor. Yeah. And uh, Neil Marshall. Oh shit! Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Neil Marshall's directing. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm. Now I'm. I mean, I like David Arbor. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand why you would make a Hellboy movie without Ron Perlman's Hellboy face. Yeah, I know. But I mean, that's crazy. I mean, uh, well, honestly, though, now other than the perfect casting of uh, Ron Perlman as Hellboy and that wonderful makeup. Yeah. Thing, and uh, Guillermo del Toro's enthusiasm for the project. The movies are not great. No, the first one is fun. The it's second f- one's boring. Yeah, and the first yeah, and the first one leaves something to be desired. Yeah, I found I was a little. Listen, it has David Hyde Pierce. That's really all I want from an, an action movie. <laughs> and there's things I liked a lot in the second one, but it just didn't. Something's not there. Um. There's an element of the. I, I think uh, the dark, the darkness of the comic is not there. I mean, there's fun in the comic too. For me, it's not but, about the comic because I never really read sure, the comic or sure, anything. Sure. It just it does feel like an empty movie. It's a little light. Yeah. Uh, so Neil Marshall uh, can be phenomenal. Yeah, uh, mostly is phenomenal. Yeah, mm. um, really has a great tone. There's some real darkness to what he does. 
uh, but a nice sense of humor too. That yeah. usually streamlines some of his stuff. And then yeah, David Harbour. I'm yeah, that's great. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know why the powers of be thought that the only problem with reboot the only problem with going forward with another Hellboy movie was the fucking creative team. Of, yeah. Yeah. Perlman. Who knows? But I'm not upset with this. Mm-hmm. I knew they were never we were never going to get three yeah. because Golden Army didn't do well. Yeah. And that had to be like a fucking blockbuster. If it, yeah, they it, wanted for them to go one. forward. And now it's been a bunch of years. It was clearly never going to happen. So we might as well get on track with a very very capable actor. And I think a more than capable director. Then yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll get a, a, a great Hellboy movie now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shitting on the Hellboy movies. No. I've no, seen they're... both of them a number of times. Yeah. They're good. They're just not great. Yeah. yeah. So there. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Did you guys... Uh, uh, one one uh, trailer that I did check out was that new It trailer. Yeah. I did watch that. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. yeah so I watched that today. Um, I... Uh, oh, go for it. Uh, I well, I was gonna say, uh, damn. What did you think? Uh, <laughs> I um, <laughs> I I enjoyed it for the mere fact that we got to see some of the kids' yes. dialogue. Yes, together. That's, that's all I was interested in in that trailer. Yeah, like. Yeah. like they show silly Pennywise and his dumb face and his uh, his uh, balloons his balloon pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not scared of you, Bugtooth Pennywise, <laughs> but uh, and your little kitty cat mouth. But the whole part of that with them in the sewer talking about each other's moms and stuff, I was yeah. like, they're really trying to skirt uh, stand, stand by, by me, me kind sure. of like yeah. not not. Not that because like I mean when Stephen King writes a bunch of children, mm-hmm. that's how he writes them. Yeah. But they've got they really have it. Yeah. Like I really feel like they like they picked the right kids yep. and they were like, do this and do this yeah. and they, those fucking kids nail it. Yeah, and don't make it awkward. And they didn't. Yeah. No, um, it's it's re- it really feels natural the way these kids talk about piss and shit yeah, and yeah. each other's moms. Yeah, and I gotta give big credit to uh uh Finn Wolfhard. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think he has the hardest job of yeah. playing uh, 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 Richie, yeah. yeah, who's the funny kid who does all the voices and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, check out uh, uh, Seth Green, you know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's a funny guy. I got, I don't have any problem with Seth Green. Yeah, he's totally. a talented right. fellow, but it's horrifically awkward watching him try and be funny in that fucking movie. It's totally, a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I think <laughs> it's that the only movie... thing that's maybe harder. To find funny is Harry Anderson. Actually, it's very easy to find Harry Anderson <laughs> yeah. funny. In oh, Everything man. about the, the original is so horrible. I love in the <laughs> library when he's the balloons are popping and he's going whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Literally oh, everything beep, outside beep, of, of <laughs> <laughs> everything other than Pennywise in the first movie is just oh, what, a, what, a, what a terrible it's movie. Wonderfully bad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Tim it's, Curry is amazing, and yeah. everything else is just. Is just hilarious. I'm amazed. Like so many people are like, "Whoa, man! Yeah, the original. Oh my god, scared the crap out of me." Like, you were a dumb kid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that people are are. uh, I think people just remember Tim Curry and the image of Tim Curry. Very scary. Holy shit. That whole that thing was fucking awesome. It's like no, yeah. no. There was a shot or two that was awesome, yeah, yeah. and the rest was yeah, fucking. Yeah. And I I had read the book already when uh the when it came out on TV. I read it when I was like eleven or something like that, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I think, so then 
that it, it being on TV like a year later, I'm like, this isn't good. I'm this sorry. Is what you, I know. You know yeah. what I, I think also helped with that too was that it was on NBC. Like it, yeah. it was yeah. a TV thing. Yeah. So and people were like, oh, I'm not supposed to be yeah. scared of TV. So oh. it added another element of like, yeah. TV is scaring me now. <laughs> yeah. Every kid went. <laughs> no one's safe. Every yeah. kid went to school and talked about that and yeah. talked yeah. about what they saw. Yeah. But that has to be one of the greatest examples of something really great coming coming out of something so shitty like everyone's yeah. memory of the of of his performance which is great his makeup and all that which is yeah. creepy as shit and then you revisit it as an adult and you're like no this is a garbage movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad <laughs> and i think like they're gonna get it seems like they're gonna get closer with this new one yeah closer. i watched that initial trailer uh, uh quite a few times now it's good. It's, it's a very good trailer. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fine with that. I, I like the picture stuff. I thought that. I think that's cool. I don't know. It, it again. It just reminds me of when Bugs Bunny dresses up like a lady. <laughs> I find really weird that that's what it <laughs> brings up for you. It, it, it really it is because it looks like Pennywise is trying to be a little sexy, but like in a tongue in cheek way. And I'm like, it, I, I guess that's I think scaring my yeah. boner. I think the the biggest problem i have with these trailers is that outside of all of this stuff that looks great like the kids and the tone and the cinematography mm -hmm. and the art design i just think that the scares in the trailers are very like you saw sinister or like you saw like these yeah. modern horror movies these yeah. are the same scares and i'm kind of hoping that they're making it look more that way because they're the way they're editing at the trailers because this has to sell yeah. And, yeah. and it has to like scare the shit out of people that <laughs> just see regular horror movies well i think they do get there with a good fine. proper just show you something that's going to scare yeah. the shit out of 95 percent of people exactly though pennywise running out of the water shaking his head back and forth that's cool yeah. that's really cool yeah. Yeah. that is guaranteed to scare the fuck out of almost everyone because yeah, yeah. everyone doesn't like clowns a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I hope so it's that's good. good. Yeah. yeah, I I'm I'm feeling positive about this. Yeah, it'll be it's gonna be better than it's gonna be better than the yeah. It Guarantee you, there's no way. <laughs> Even if the movie is the worst, you'll be like, well, it looks better. Than <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's better <laughs> art design or yeah, something. The kids are acting for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they don't Although have the, that wonderful uh, Tim Reed bicycle scene, <laughs> I, I'm out. <laughs> I don't need it. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, the kids in the original one in the 1991 are way better than the adults in that one. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so the it trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there any other news you guys, I didn't write anything else down. One, one thing I wanted to ask you guys uh, okay. about mm -hmm. just as a, an, an oddity, have, have you guys seen, you know about the new gong show, right? Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Mike making, Myers thing on, you, uh, Kimmel. Yeah. Have you seen that? I did watch that. Uh, What's going on there? I don't know. I mean, if they didn't tell you it was Mike Myers and just went with this weird thing of having some... Oh, I didn't think they did tell you. Well, I watched so the what video that said for Mike people. Myers in makeup as new gong show host. Oh, the video says that, yes. Yeah. But, but I mean, he's he's not saying, you know, like Mike Myers himself is not saying anything about being in it or no, anything. No, but everyone knows it's him. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, but I think that that's, that's kind of like the joke. For people that don't know what we're talking about, right. what specifically was it a bit on an, on Jimmy Kimmel? Or Basically, was it... well, no, it's it's like I, I Will Arnett is producing... Um, executive producing a, a new version of the Gong okay. Show. Okay, and Mike ABC. Myers is going to host. Mike it. Myers is hosting, but not as himself as, as a uh, heavily prosthetic. 
a British man. Yeah. So did they just show a clip? No, no, he, he was on to oh, okay. Arnett. Yeah, yeah, Will Arnett was like hosting or something. And, oh, because he's been having guest hosts. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was their way of promotion. Like right. he's going to come out as the character yes. who's starring right. on this new right. show. Right. Okay. Uh, and like, yeah, he does a terrific accent. Yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, but I don't understand. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's what? it's it's interesting in that he's not it's not leaning all the way into like Borat territory or anything like you remember when Borat was a big thing yeah and, and he was going on all the talk all the shows, shows and like being his outrageous Borat character, yeah. um, like he's trying to keep some semblance of a care of like a, a humanity to to the character yeah but then also interspersed are just some real bad vaudeville jokes yeah um but i don't think they're supposed to be i I think it's just that's what mike myers thinks is funny now yeah or maybe always has i I think there i think there is a really interesting idea in the world of like because we've mentioned before on the show how we kind of missed when those game show style late night shows were on and it was almost like what's going to happen like the celebrities are drinking and yeah and and i feel like there is an interesting kernel of an idea of being like let's do that again but i'm gonna play a characterized version of what those hosts were like i just i haven't i didn't see that clip i just heard about it i don't know i don't know even if that's (laughs) what he's trying to do though like because it's uh, yeah, it's I, honestly, totally I can't, I can't really picture how weird. it's all going to work. I need yeah. to see it, honestly. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I watched can't the Gong Show when I was a kid. Yeah. I can't imagine I'll watch it, but I'll see it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, it could very easily just be another So You Think You Can Sing America's yeah. Next yeah. Top yeah. song or whatever. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I don't care enough to continue watching it, but I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just going to continue going to YouTube and watching old episodes of Price is Right and Card Sharks and shit when I need, <laughs> when I need my game show fix, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I was for you. doing the other day and Emma came home and was like, are you watching an old episode of the Price is Right? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I go straight for the um, commercials myself. Yeah. yeah. Or watched... uh, cartoon uh, theme songs. Yeah. yeah that's a good I got one. a lot of time for that. And sitcom theme songs. You know songs. what? I watched a couple episodes, a couple vintage episodes on YouTube of Family Feud the other day and i was oh. like oh, i like this yeah. dawson uh or ray combs what are we looking at? uh it was from the 80s dawson. so ray combs yeah oh yeah ray combs was uh oh yeah like like uh mid 80s on was dawson think. hosting then uh oh he was 70s was he uh maybe into the very early 80s yeah. that's he's the guy i think of like when i watched oh i think kid. of ray combs <laughs> oh, I think of it. <laughs> oh, I think of him. <laughs> I think of Ray Combs every time the wind blows. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, watching with my grandma. Um, yeah, it wasn't Ray Combs. I know that. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, yeah, game shows, gotta love them. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> uh, it's not news necessarily, but just tr- in trailer land, because there was yeah. some new trailers. Mm-hmm. I did see the Star Wars trailer on the big screen finally. Nice. Boy, boy, is that exciting on the big screen. Sweet. So nice. I did not, uh, didn't get a chance to see that on the, the big oh, screen. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, I, and also, a movie I have not, I don't think I, any of us have been all that excited about it's coming, but I saw the new trailer on the big screen for Dunkirk, yeah. and I was like, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah, a lot of people are getting really up in arms about uh, this. Oh my one. God, what a great trailer. Yeah. I have Good to watch Lord, it it's a wonderful trailer. I'll watch it. It look, uh, 
Yeah, now I'm dying to see that movie. Yeah. Yeah, good trailer. It totally brought me around because before I was just like, yeah, looks- all right, you're doing your war movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch that then. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I was the same way. Yeah. Did you see the new Dunkirk trailer, Casey, when you were... Uh, I didn't actually see any trailers. That's, oh. I'll, I'll talk about my uh, experience okay. when we get right. there. Well, listen, it's an, I, I didn't think I'd be excited, but... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, again, go. the war movie thing. It's like uh, in the beginning of uh, House. Yeah. You know, when they're coming <laughs> up and asking him about, what are you, what's your next yeah. book? He's like, oh, it's That's a memoir a- about my time in Vietnam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about yeah. it. But yeah. No, they want more, more blood dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lovely trailer. Really, yeah. really good. Um, did you guys watch some stuff this week? I watched a couple things. Okay, who I wants to go? I watched a thing. Okay, so I'll go later. Okay, <laughs> no, I'll okay. go first with a really quick one, then, and then Casey can get to some of his. Um, very quickly, I watched this. Is this is for the uh, people that are always looking for new and and fun cult and uh, throwback movies. Um, of the Italian variety, I watched a film from 1986 that Greg, you you recognized the out the art of when I sent it to you, Hands of Steel, right from 1986, right, 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 um, which is an Italian exploitation movie, amazing, um, yeah, stars Daniel Green, John Saxon's in here, oh yeah, of course, making yeah. an appearance. Um, I won't talk about it long, but this is basically the Italian exploitation version of the Terminator. But they sprinkle in a little bit. I would bit say of, it's probably a Italian yeah, explanation. One of, one of many. Terminator, yeah. <laughs> but they sprinkle in uh, some arm wrestling over the top Ooh, action. Nice. Because you know how in the Terminator. Does anybody go over the top? <laughs> no. <laughs> but That's how you win. You know how there's a couple, like in all of the Terminator movies, there's like a scene or two always with like a biker like yeah. bar or something. Yeah. So there's a big portion of this movie that takes place in like a kind of diner bar and mm-hmm. he ends up the the terminator guy ends up kind of getting hired and working at this this like, like a diner boy? yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like a like a gang of toughies keep coming in and bothering the woman who works there and so he's gonna like he's he's gonna help her out yeah so they they're always arm wrestling yeah. and they do that this is all i'll say about this movie <laughs> you'll want to see it afterwards yeah <laughs> they do a thing where they have an arm wrestling fight and they're like we're going to do an arm wrestle uh, like match, but the loser's arm gets bit by a rattlesnake. (laughs) (laughs) And so they have this like contraption set up so that whoever's arm flops down on the ground, gets locked onto the table. And then a little box opens up and there's a rattlesnake inside. (laughs) That is fucking fantastic. Pretty good. Although I was hoping you were going to say, uh, whoever loses gets their arm bitten off by the winner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, the, the, and, and that was a line of dialogue too. They're like, "Yeah, but whoever loses gets bit by a rattlesnake." And the other one this of the would other would make me watch arm wrestling yeah. on TV. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the only other best part is when they're like, kind of like berating him to do this arm wrestling thing from across the room. The uh, the main Terminator guy is standing by like a marble countertop, and so he he's getting like berated by these dudes who are like. They throw something at him, so then he busts off a corner of the marble, like granite marble countertop, busts it off, writes something on it, and then hucks it at them, Uh and it like smacks them in the face, and they pick it up, and it says, (laughs) written in crayon, it says, you're on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Hands of Steel is Uh a fun fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is, if you like that kind of crazy Italian movie, 1986's Hands of Steel is for you. Nice. Check it out. 
It's on the tubes of you. Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe you. But uh, it's mm-hmm. also on Blu-ray, which is how I watched it. Oh. Yeah. So it looks fucking... Richie you're like, Rich this movie here. should not look this good. <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray? Yeah. Jesus. Totally. Okay. Casey? What? What uh, What have you been watching? Oh, goodness. Uh, I I haven't really been watching a lot because uh, I've just been spending a lot of time watching season two of uh, Angie Dribeca. Oh, nice. nice. Good Lord. I'm so just funny. so glad that that show exists. Uh, but one thing I did check out was uh, Colossal. Oh. Okay. And uh, I watched that movie that yeah. you fellas enjoyed. Great. Um, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good. Yeah. Like, it's it's really pretty good yeah it's not great but it's really pretty good oh i think what the uh, yeah uh, yes uh, what again i think dan and i were trying to like uh, there's messy parts so what are things that are kind of yeah not quite there but again they bit off quite a bit with their metaphors and the themes that they were trying to and they and and guys they really want you to understand what they're talking about. Like there is very little subtlety toward to what they're doing, and that's fine. Mm. I mean, it's not what this movie's about or anything. But uh, um, there was a couple of times where I'm like, "Yeah, no, I, I get that we're doing this. Mm. I, I, I get, I get who, who he is, and that he's a real bad guy." And and at first, I was kind of like, "Oh, he's a, he's a he's a worse dude than you thought he was going to be." Mm. And then a couple scenes later, you're like. Yeah, we get it. You're a bad guy. <laughs> like, th- like there's a couple moments where it's just like, uh, uh, all right, let's let's scale it back a little bit. But uh, I, I, I at no point that. did I find yeah. it unwatchable. Yeah. No, I felt like I, I feel like I'm similar to Casey, but also to Greg, where I felt, um, I felt the more it was a better movie in the sense of when I was finished watching it, like thinking through. Not that it caused you to have to think really deep about it, because like you said, it was very obvious. But I enjoyed like kind of talk. I thought talking with Greg about it on the last episode, uh, or the episode before that, whatever it was. Um, I I found I liked it more after we had a, a deeper discussion about it. Mm-hmm. In terms of like enjoying what it was doing with the very obvious concept, and le- not so much about like the workings of it as a film. Yeah, I totally agree with Casey. Like as like the construction of it and some of the execution of it left me wanting, but I was like, but the stuff that you've done that works for me is really fucking working for me. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, uh, as usual, fucking, uh, what's her face there? Um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway was fucking great. Yeah. yeah she was Just really good. Great. She's really great. Good. And I feel like she's someone who's kind of escaped people realizing how great she is when she needs to be great she's just she's this off maligned uh, actress because people just want to hate her stupid face (laughs) but i'm like i don't understand why i don't don't feel like she's ever done anything other than try to be entertaining at the oscars (laughs) when somebody was being a cop yeah (laughs) like that's that's the worst or has yeah and she's been in like nice movies that like why would you like be angry about like oh the princess diaries or something okay like yeah she's been in some movies that aren't for you because you're not a child like yeah. that doesn't yeah. mean that you, that you can hate her for it yeah. like <laughs> uh yeah she's i i think she's just great yeah. and uh and i've been I meaning to watch her. rachel getting married I after the I, passing of uh yeah of John, jonathan. jonathan demi yeah and it's a good movie oh, yeah. we didn't talk about that, that jonathan. no not I, really i think everybody knows mm-hmm. but yeah uh, um a huge talent. Yeah, that's a good yeah. movie. Yeah, I've been. That's married. one of the ones I haven't seen. I also have never seen Swing Shift. 
which is on my list. I've been thinking. Yeah, I've never seen Swing I'm going to go either. through some of his Swing that I haven't seen. Oh, sorry. I thought With you meant Kurt an Russell movie. I'm like, that's a Kurt Russell movie. No, <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't have been. Uh, Demi. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was back mm-hmm. when she went by Kurt Russell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do we just skip to Greg now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Skip to what me. Have you yeah. been saying? What are we skipping over? Uh, skipping. Skipping on over. over to you. Yeah, yeah. I uh, decided to dig into uh, an '80s recommendation I'd given to you the other week. Yes, Dan. And talk about a. Uh, I feel like a oh, very forgotten and yes. unfortunately forgotten for some reason. Although uh, there's a Criterion release of it, which is oh, great. Okay. But um, I think like most people haven't seen uh, Tin Men. Yes. Uh, from 1987 I with Richard Dreyfuss and this. Danny DeVito. Um, yeah, it's uh, set in the late 50s. It's about two uh, uh, salesmen. Um, they, they, they deal in aluminum siding for houses. Yeah. And uh, they're in a little fender bender at the beginning of the movie. And then it's a, uh, a fairly futile uh, game of one-upsmanship. That goes on from there as they constantly are trying to get back at each other. Um, it's it, a, a bit of a dramedy. It's a bit of a dark comedy. Okay. But it is definitely a comedy. Is this a Levinson joint? It certainly is. Barry Levinson. Yeah. Just fucking great. Yeah. What a great movie. I gotta movie. watch it. It's unconventional because, well, no one's right. Everyone's wrong. Most people are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fascinating because it's these two guys who are trying so hard to fucking undo each other because they hate themselves. And they yeah. see themselves in each other, and it's just a gross spiral um, that just gets more and more ridiculous. Now, it doesn't go into, like, 80s movie ridiculous, where it's, like, it, it's all fairly grounded. Um, okay. Uh, but the dialogue is great. It's really funny and snappy, and it's you know, if you want to hear really good actors riff on Bonanza a little bit <laughs> in the state of being a salesman in the late 50s, you know? And this, I don't know, it's a great look at... Uh, uh, misguided masculinity of that era and uh and the social pressure of being a, a salesman guy out there gotta have my cadillac <laughs> and my yeah you know fine suit and i've been dreyfus and uh, devito are so fucking great it's a killer movie and yeah i feel like no one's seen it yeah <laughs> I, and that's crazy like i mean d- to think of richard dreyfus and danny devito playing off each other yeah that, i haven't seen it uh, oh, I saw it when I was a kid and, and yeah. was really bored by it yeah. sure, because sure. I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to think of them playing off each other, like that must just be an absolute treat. It's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. I need to watch it. And it's like, it's just, it's the, the borderline manic uh, Dreyfus, of course, you know, mm-hmm. he, which he does so well though. And then particularly in that age, he was really, really great with it. And uh, yeah, and DeVito is just, <laughs> well, DeVito's great. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing right with it. And Bruno Kirby's in it. Barbara Hershey's oh, in it. Oh, Barbara yeah. Hershey. Awesome. Barbara Hershey's just well, amazing. Boy, she's a very, very good actor. Totally. Um, and uh, I don't know who else is in there. John Mahoney's in it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the other JT day. JT Walsh. Where the fuck? Oh, JT Walsh. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. That's right. Um, I was just thinking the other day. Where the fuck is John Mahoney? Why yeah. isn't John Mahoney in more Coen Brothers movies? Yeah, right. Because he was so <laughs> fucking great in Barton Fink. Uh, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like he, he needs to show up in more prestige movies. Yeah, yeah. Talented fella. But then yeah. I'm a big Fraser guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good in Tin Men. Well, really, really, really fucking good. Yeah, he's it, great in Reality Bites. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is available to rent on YouTube. Oh, sweet. It is hard to find otherwise. Yeah. A little bit I was going to ask you how you saw it. A bit of tracking down to do this one. I don't think it, I don't think this has been transferred to a proper Blu-ray until this Criterion just yeah. now. So it blows my mind that your uh, arm wrestles rattlesnake movie yeah, is on has Blu-ray. a Blu-ray release and it took forever for a yeah. Tin Men one to come out. Listen, well, there's... Yeah. After Hours is not on Blu-ray. That's see, it's what the, crazy. What in the sweet shit, man? I know. It's nuts. And um, then, but we get like, you know, Arrow or Scream Factory do these releases of like Maniac or not Maniac because that's a pretty prominent one. But there's like yeah. all these really obscure slashers coming out on Blu-ray where you're like, okay, Madman Mars is getting a release, you know, or like <laughs> the Mutilator has this amazing <clears throat> Blu-ray and you're like, that's a, yeah, these movies were never meant to see be this pristine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's weird. But yeah, do yourself a favor and watch uh, Tin Men, written and directed by Barry Levinson. Yeah, I like I Barry Levinson has had a real up and down, but his ups are 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 phenomenal. Yeah, he's a real pathos guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, I don't really have none of my other movies I watched this week are really super fitting of any kind of discussion. I did do a double feature of Wolfgang Peterson movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a film from 1991 called Shattered. Oh, um, Tom Berenger. Tom and... Berenger and Bob Hoskins, which was uh, one of his earlier Hollywood oh, okay, pictures. Yeah. I was thinking of Sliver for a second. There. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's yeah, way yeah. sexier. Way <laughs> so sexy in this apartment. Although like, Shattered, yeah, it's about yeah. Tom Berenger and he gets into a oh, in a car accident, car accident oh. and forgets who he is. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's a it's a remake, isn't it? I don't think so. I didn't see anything about that. But it might be. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was, or I think I either that or I get it confused with another movie that is a remake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or that maybe, makes sense. Maybe I was thinking of Major League. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he, he kind of like get ends up enlisting the help of Bob Hoskins to figure it all out. It takes a while to get going, but it's one of those very uh, it, it ends up being a very entertaining little twisty mm-hmm. thriller. It's yeah. no it's by no means amazing, but Shattered ninety one it's it's worth a little watch if that's what you're looking for. Is it when did it come out? Like nineteen ninety one. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's sort of in that time period when they were doing things like for like five to eight years, like trying to get a noiry yes. vibe going in totally. Hollywood, like a DOA remake yeah. and stuff. And yeah, know. yeah, right. I've been meaning to watch that too. The, the DOA the remake. Do, yeah, hmm. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the original first, though. Have you not seen the original? No, oh, that's terrific. Yeah. yeah. Um. So shattered. Yeah, not bad. Um. The, it gets really ridiculous in the end in a very fun way, right. and then I, and then because of that, I remembered that I've never seen it in the line of fire. You haven't seen it. In the I've line never of fire? seen it, so oh, I watched that. I like and that movie. It's a fine example yeah. of that kind of yeah. action 90s thriller. Action thriller. Yeah. More thriller than action. Um, yeah. 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 So uh, Malkovich is great. Good. Malkovich good. Eastwood's great. Eastwood's Eastwood. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a plastic gun. Plastic gun. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was like that was exactly what that was one of those like ugh, I'm going through the thriller section on on Netflix, seeing every single movie that I, I, they've already shown me. Every time mm-hmm. I go through this fucking section, yeah, I'm trying to find something I like tell you, that. Netflix movie. Canada is a pile of dog shit right now. I think it's just the, my problem with it is they don't allow you to like when you when you scroll through from top to bottom on one of those categories there's no way that's every movie no that's a thriller. there is a thing they you just can, show you yeah there a is a, there, there you can get these codes to punch in oh yeah you're searching it it gives you the entire i got to do that uh thing uh that they have Why for only for your region so withholding 
Huh? What I don't know. It's really so irritating. Withholding? Somebody asked on one of our threads if, like, there's some, didn't someone ask about the formatting of Netflix? Yeah, different wherever. Yeah. And I, when I have it on my laptop, it looks one way, mm-hmm. and through my PlayStation, it looked another way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on my smart TV, yet another way. Another mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I don't I, like any of them. <laughs> yeah, and there's and something I, irritating about each one uniquely. Yeah, though. I had a an app, an app for it on one of my Android tablets, and they actually had a thing where if you clicked on a uh, on a on a movie, it would show you related movies. Yeah, and that's what I'm dying for because yeah. half the time I see a movie and I'm like, I've seen that, but I want more like yeah, that. Yeah, the, my can't. smart oh, TV does that, not do that. They do that on um, uh, Apple TV. Apple okay. TV does yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah. I want I want you to show me all the like connections you've made to these movies. Like yeah. if I click on Back to the Future, I want to see a bunch of '80s movies that I can right. hop to from totally. there. <laughs> Yeah, and for some reason, tough. my smart TV. When I go into the search section, I can only search specific movie titles, mm-hmm. not actors or yeah. directors or whatever. Yeah, <sighs> it's yeah, yeah. And most of the time, just going. I, I should do this more often, but just going to Netflix.com on your browser is usually the easiest way. I think yeah. to get like a selection. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. scroll through that fucking thriller section all the time. And I'm like, it's been a month and you haven't changed anything yeah, in here. Yeah. No, there's this thing. I'll I'll send you the link. I have it somewhere yeah. uh, where you can punch in a code and then it gives you everything that has thriller attached to it. If it's yeah, in Netflix. I got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Make like and then if, you, if you're watching Canadian Netflix, it's still a bunch of dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else, guys? Uh, I only got one more thing and it's like a very quick thing. Okay. Um, I watched the first episode of The Leftovers. All right. Because everybody keeps telling me about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, Carrie Coon from um, uh, this season of Fargo, which the last episode was fucking mind-blowingly great. Um, uh, she's in it, so I'm like, yeah, might as well need something after Big Little Lies. And uh, I don't know yet. It's a Damon Lindelof thing, so mm-hmm. they ask a lot of questions, and there's a lot of stuff going on in the, uh, in the beginning, and I'm like... Uh, uh, stop asking so many questions. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a lot that they throw at you, and they're like, "Oh, you're like, who's that guy? I'm not gonna learn who that guy is for another six episodes." And I don't care enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but it's interesting enough. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's it's fine. I feel like it's something if you stick with it. I've heard a lot of people say it's like the best fucking show in the whole yeah. entire yeah. universe. And I've heard very good things. So uh, I'll, I'll stick with it. Mm-hmm. Stick with the mm-hmm. leftovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I will mention really quickly that I am deep in the throes of Handmaiden's Tale, yes, uh, which is Handmaid's Tale, which is fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, how about that? Oh right? man, what, what a, a heavy fucking show! Yeah, I keep yeah. saying that it's so heavy. It's so you heavy. You just sit there and it's so good, mm-hmm. and just how amazing it is just weighs down on you yeah. because it is so dark and heavy, but with moments of great moments of levity. Yeah, it's a uh, the first four episodes like Emma and I. We watched the first three, and she was like, we have to watch the fourth one. I was like, then we're going to wait so long before we see another one next week. Like, <laughs> let's sp- spread this last one out because it's really good. As soon as it's over, we're going to want to press play on one that's not there yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It is a fantastic show. It is worth all of the hype, I yeah, think. In 100%. Yeah, it's, and, and for... The, the whole shot the shot in Canada in Toronto yep. so much of it yep. and and what they do with the locations are mm-hmm. phenomenal like just it looks great yeah it really yeah, does it really has an amazing kind of visual thing going yeah. on shot in <sighs> Toronto and Hamilton yeah. and Cambridge yeah it's and Dundas really and good holy shit yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
Anything else? Well, that was all for me, basically. Yeah, I think I'm done. All right. Me too. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, then we're going to go to Film Roulette right now. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. But the low roller has to see something terrible. This week it was a uh, rental VOD pick, Bethany, uh, a horror movie starring Tom Green and others, uh, Shannon Doherty. Mm-hmm. And the uh, person who rolls low in Film Roulette gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey was the low roller in our previous episode and gave us an album by the Cranberries. But uh, that's how you play the game. That's how we're going to play today. You guys got to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, directed mm-hmm. by James Gunn again. Um, written and directed. <clears throat> written and directed, starring the usual cast of Guardians, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, uh, Bradley Cooper, Michael Rooker, Vin Diesel, tons of people, Kurt Russell, lots of heavy hitters in here and uh letterbox describes the plot of this one as the guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mystery of peter quill's true parentage um you guys i was very excited to see this movie and very upset mm. that i wasn't allowed yeah yeah how do you want to get into this film um it, the, uh, i guess it's safe to say that the original was a it was a big hit, a yeah. big surprise. Well, a big surprise for people that didn't know what James Gunn was doing. And I think for all of us that were kind of into James Gunn before, we're like, yes. <laughs> Even so. Yeah. It was like, oh, my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, I rewatched Guardians to get nice. warmed up for this. And it's just I've, so I've great. I've seen that movie so many times. And every time I'm just delighted. Oh, man. What yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we are, we are all fans yeah. yeah, and you two got to go in and see the new right. one, and I stayed I'm outside. Sure you two have seen a lot of movies. What did you? Oh, we'll get uh, get into it, but uh, uh, I'm I'm curious as to what you thought. Um, I never would have thought if you had told me ten years ago or more that there's going to be this huge 
Marvel universe of uh, yeah. uh, connected storylines, and this, <laughs> and it's going to be basically the biggest money maker in movie history, yeah, you know. Yeah. And still, above all of that, with all these characters that you're going to see fleshed out on screen for the first time that you never would have imagined, like Iron Man and the yeah, Hulk and yeah. things like that, I never would have believed you that the most consistent franchise coming out of that would be Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> This movie is not as good as the first one, but I still liked it quite a bit. Okay. It's not as good as the first one, but it doesn't matter because no. it's so much fun. It's a <laughs> lot of fun. Now, uh, I I didn't see any trailers or anything because uh, uh, my whole family went to see this at a mommy and me. Ooh. Uh, mommy oh, mommy movies my God. thing. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we brought uh, Beatrice and Walt. And uh, well, slept the whole time, but yeah. he's six months old. Um, but uh, yeah, Beatrice sat on my lap, got her some popcorn and everything. Um, and look, she's two, yeah. so there's gonna be a point where she's like, I'm gonna run around and be an asshole. <laughs> um, and uh, and that did happen, but for the first 15 minutes, she was blown away <laughs> by uh, uh, that crazy opening yeah uh, well uh, just like this is I think just like this big huge amazing spectacle is happening well, in front of much color that, yeah. this is the most colorful movie of all time, <laughs> all time. it is insanely colorful and and it's it's so fun uh, I, I had this thought so many times watching it like I'm I'm you know blue and brown movies you know yeah, how they make yeah. so many blue and yeah, brown yeah, movies yeah, yeah. why do they make those movies when there are so many colors and they're wonderful <laughs> <laughs> this movie is so fucking like in your face colorful in the most wonderful way yeah this movie is silly as fuck yeah they've they ramped up the jokes yeah like, yeah like uh drax now is just full-on comic relief yeah yeah but you know what i'm like you have he's drax the destroyer and he's the he's the here's the muscle on the team essentially right but i like that they're like you know what we're gonna let gamora do all that shit and this guy is just gonna be the jokes yeah yeah but at the same time i mean he he just goes and does crazy bullshit yeah because he is just like a fucking full tilt head-on maniac yeah yeah but But, like i I really have to fucking take my hat off to tape batista oh my god he's so funny so funny because this isn't easy delivery yeah uh to make these jokes work but and also uh oh oh yeah like there's there's a very specific comedic timing that he has yeah um but also they have him playing the same notes a lot of the time yeah uh but he varies it up in in just enough yeah that that it's like that is still funny yeah that he's laughing (laughs) that he's still laughing at like they have they, basically he just laughs at everybody all the time <laughs> that's hilarious um and it's always great yeah uh, yeah it's a it's a great great working joke um uh, eh, like okay there's things that aren't terrific about the movie but i i was pretty forgiving on them the story's a little not a story for quite a while there's a there's a <laughs> lot of stuff i didn't need i yeah. didn't need a lot of the pirate scenes yeah um d- d- didn't care that much for them and yeah. uh, uh yeah i guess i wish they weren't really in there yeah um 
but it all leads to a place. Yeah, that's, it gets there. That's really wonderful. Um, some of the emotional uh, moments they they hit are kind of not earned, or they took some shortcuts too. And I was like, "Well, fine. I guess we're just you just jumped to here because we knew we were going to get there." But whatever. I, uh, I I think I'm a little clouded in that in that respect. The those moments really uh, uh, really took me down. Hard. Well, not I'm not saying all of them. Uh, I just, some of them were a little like too easy. <laughs> well, the problem is Kurt Russell's, it's not that he's not good. He's just not really given that much to do. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I feel like his character is kind of a non-character and they could have like done something more with it, but they just, I don't know. Well, I did think afterwards, it's kind of not just because I fucking love Kurt Russell, but <laughs> afterwards I was like. Thank God they got Kurt Russell for that because yeah. it would have been fucking terrible without him. What else? Who? Yeah, <laughs> like, like I, uh, but it's only by virtue of the fact that it is Kurt yeah, Russell. Yeah, he's so charming. Yeah. Um, um, and, and again, they fucking did another fucking sweet number on young guy thing uh, that they did with Michael Douglas oh, and Ant Man, okay. and then uh, Robert Downey Jr. And Interesting. That really weirded me out. It was crazy. I, I don't know what was going on with his face. <laughs> It was it. It looked like a young version of old <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> like in that, that, some shots it of it like, were like kind of perfect. Uh, yeah, some were great. Then yeah. others were like. Uh, well, same thing with any of it. But was yeah. it as was it as like surprising and like weirdly feeling as when you see Robert Downey Jr. In that one, was it Iron Man or was it Iron Man, Avengers? Civil War. Civil War, where like I was like, oh my God, it's weird science. Yeah, like, yeah. There, yeah, yeah. There's a moment he and first it, pops in and, and it's just kind of like the trademark Kurt Russell <laughs> oh, <laughs> in a car with his hair blowing, like he's got his fucking Snake Plissken hair almost blowing yeah, in the God. wind. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then every once in a while, there's a, there's a couple shots where you're just like, it, it well, almost looks like prosthetics or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Like, why is your head that round? Yeah, yeah. There's some weird it's angles. It's flat and round. Uh, they do do that thing as well as anyone can at this yeah, point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's not. It's not troublesome. No. Uh, once again, I feel like Rocket somehow was able to be the emotional center point of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but also, fucking man, Bradley Cooper fucking is nailing this thing. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. So good. So funny. Like everybody gets their like, I feel like uh, Chris Pratt is the least funny thing about this movie. Um, he, he's still a great like, yeah. you know, lead action guy for sure. But you would think that hey, get the funny guy from uh, you know Parks and Rec, yeah, yeah, uh, and he's going to have the majority of the jokes. Not really. He's mm-hmm. not really that funny in this movie. He's great, but uh, but man, Bradley Cooper and Dave Bautista are yeah. the fucking okay and. You know, for all of the all of the oh, baby Groot is just a marketing thing or whatever. Nope. Maybe, <laughs> may, maybe, but they fucking figured out a way that it's so perfectly integral to the story yeah, and yeah. also adorable. Adorable. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing: as a as a person who stood outside of the Cineplex with a single tear coming out as you guys watched this, <laughs> I've seen like some reactions on the internet of people saying like, "All right, give it a rest with that." with that stuff and my reaction was like but it's delightful it is delightful I thought I wasn't going to be down for that I thought it was you know just going to be cutesy thing and yeah. I get it because in my but mind I'm like is. I can't it imagine is, but it. It, it was there was just so much to it, and there's some like they really and, and it's woven into nice, the story really like is. like to the point where you're just like even if he wasn't like 
even if, even if he was just there to be super adorable and be a cute little fellow, mm-hmm. I would be fine with it because he is adorable. Yeah. yeah. But also the okay. way they've worked it into the story, it's like that's really cool and clever. Yeah. That there's a character that that has regen like regenerated in a whole new like it's the same character in a whole yeah. brand new context. I think that's really cool. Absolutely. Um, one um, of the other things that I've seen just from seeing kind of like the Rotten Tomatoes like overview of what people are saying about the movie is that like a, the, the general sort of like plot of the movie um, has to do with like, you know, they're sort of like in the synopsis, quote unquote family. But also I've heard that like it's a lot about them like fighting and like figuring out like their relationships is how is that like what the what's going on or is that the dynamic or yeah it's about them like they come together as a team at the end of guardians of the galaxy yeah. the first one uh, yeah. you know but they're not uh, they're all ego maniacs yeah. to whatever degree and so obviously it's not working great mm-hmm. um so that that gets explored and he's got to figure out his daddy issues yeah gamora's got sister problems with nebula okay um and then rocket's got his old emotional baggage yeah that comes with also being like a weird parent figure to groot Mm -hmm. um drax is out of his mind (laughs) (laughs) and then there's new characters yeah uh and mantis was fucking i loved her she's so funny she's so funny and like really sweet and uh, I'd like to see her character developed a little more as and and how she fits in there, um, or or I don't know if she's going to show up because it's sort of like an evolving team, Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy sure. kind of thing. So I wonder how she's going to fit uh, in there uh, subsequently, and and you know there's reasons why she might stick around, right? Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I thought she was so funny and so sweet and great. And and I want to see, like, maybe there's a way that she's, like, super kick-ass or something. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. But the, the, it'd uh, but, be fun yeah. to explore that. I really enjoyed her in this. Mm-hmm. I do, oh, one thing know, I did learn, too, is I would really, really, really watch the hell out of a Gamora standalone movie. Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I, her action sequences in particular were just fucking fascinating. Sorry, you just got me thinking of, um, of standalone movies coming out of this. Uh, yeah. Fucking Zoe Saldana. I've been a fan of hers. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the first thing I saw her in, but I remember going like, oh, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, there's definitely something going on with her. Because like as an actress, too, like not just as like super kick-ass kind of thing, but like she's yeah. legitimately fantastic. Actress. Really, really good. Um, Interesting about the like you're, you're saying um, how it's an evolving thing. I can't think of any other superhero property that has, and again, only from the perspective of someone who's seen the first one, but who uh, that has this many characters that are as enjoyable as they are and that like i could imagine a world and i don't know how this one ends but i could imagine a world where you know the next movie maybe like maybe he chris pratt's not around or like maybe there's a movie that comes out two movies from now where it's just these two or three and then there's four more characters that join in like like the way the comic books seem to be sort of like there's always a new team every few years i like i feel like this is the only one that could maybe pull that off from my perspective of the original film because even all of the stuff that's going around in the edges of the first movie, like all those characters are like, well, I want to see what's going on with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like you could see that you could see a movie that's just a, a splinter with uh, yeah. with Rocket and Groot kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Doing their own little thing and then having or other characters Gamora revolve movie. around them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and because each character is so strong on its own. Um, 
one thing I wanted to talk about too is you know people keep talking about uh, Sylvester Stallone being like the surprise cameo in the movie. It's not a surprise. Everyone knew he's in the in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. For my money, he is not the most surprising cameo in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but also I feel like oh that didn't really need to be Sylvester Stallone, but they must be building to something. Yeah, there's well, something going on with. Uh, that yeah uh i feel like this is not spoilery but i can would you like to know what all the post-credit scenes mean um they have nothing to do with the infinity war or anything coming up well one not entirely but uh, i can tell you some of the things without it being a thing I know one of the things uh, I think has to do with. Um, are you sure it's not spoilery? Well, I just I there? just expanded the uh, cast on Letterboxd and saw some names that. Yeah. Oh man, I shouldn't have looked at. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so this isn't spoilery, but um, uh, Stallone and the other uh, Ravagers that are at the uh, event at the end of the movie. Yeah. And then they're like they're there's like five of them mm-hmm. uh, that is mostly I think just a nod to some comic stuff because that's the original Guardians of the Galaxy uh, but I want okay uh, see that comics. makes sense I, I wondered because they got names right do you know what I mean uh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they character got names <laughs> they, they got named those guys <laughs> uh, I, like they, they got name actors to do it right so yeah uh, sorry, I was like, are they going to explore that somehow? But it, that's probably that's not. It's cool though. Yeah, that yeah. was the, the, those characters and Yondu are the original right. Guardians. Um, uh, Adam Warlock uh, is a big mm, space character for. Uh, <laughs> He's a real space character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. That was kind of like assumed it was coming. Okay. Uh, see, now I, for some reason, I thought this had something to do with. Um, uh, isn't there something that The Rock is doing that's called Adam something? Black Adam. All right. Well, let's not get that way. No, that's DC. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's Black Adam is a Shazam villain, and they're like, eh, fuck Shazam. We'll just make him fight Superman. All right. Because, um, you know, they got it down over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking thumbs up. Uh, but, uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's a, it's a different thing. Um, also, there were some, uh, uh, I don't know if it's giving it away, some big-headed fellas that... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that made me smile enormously. Yeah. Um, is it spoilery to talk about that? It's not spoilery. I guess it's just really nice to have it revealed for yourself. Right, okay, well, then don't. Forget what I said. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... Uh, it w- I was referring to uh, Big Head Todd and the Monsters. They uh, show up in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were great. referring to that game of NBA Jam you were playing with Big oh, Head. yeah, yeah. He's on <laughs> fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you after record why that's right. so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. So colorful. Great use of slow-mo when you need to. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, but not overuse. Th- no, no, absolutely not. Uh, some, nicely timed. Some fucking wonderful gadgetry. Yeah. Like some some really fun technology in yep, this movie. Yep, big time. Um, and uh, again, the uh, sweet 70s soundtrack. Just nice. B- blends with space battle so well. Yeah. Super nice. And, uh, and nice use of a specific song. Yes. To, to, ex- uh, uh, 
very fucking nice. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, have really a good. here's a thing that's sort of related but not super related. Um when the first movie came out, I feel like there was a lot of talk about like, oh, these are movies, these are songs that have been in many movies before. Um, and then I saw the same thing happen when King Kong came out, and I saw yeah. a lot of reviews on Letterboxd that were like, oh, Credence over war movie stuff, we get it, or whatever. And I and, and then, again, with this movie, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've found a few people were just like, okay, with the soundtracks, these songs are so, like, overused. No, 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 and no. I'm like, they, no. That's so, that's so dumb, because it's a part, like, I mean, it, it, they explain why it's integral yeah. to the plot, and, and to the point where, again, there's a song that's very tightly woven into the plot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even, and now, like, other than uh, uh, Blue Swede in um, the first one, in the first one, most of those songs aren't super big overused songs yeah they're just like pretty sweet 70s jams yeah now in volume two the songs i find are even maybe some some of them are far more obscure yeah, yeah okay. there's a lot of us but then also, and then what they do use is not a song that you normally see in a movie and particularly not this kind of movie yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah like the the juxtaposition of yeah. uh of um uh what's that fucking george harrison song um oh uh uh <laughs> Something sweet lord or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the fuck that song's called. Yeah. Um Sweet Space Lord. Uh, yeah, Sweet, sweet Space, space lord. Guardian yeah. Lord. Um, <laughs> I, 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 about that song I was I was like, eh, that's a song, I guess. In yeah. the context of this, I was like, wait, that's a great fucking song. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Great. We love that song even more. <sighs> and in the you know, the King Kong movie, yeah, they used some typical un- movies yeah. of Vietnam movies, but maybe to get you in the mood of that. But yeah. then they also played, you know, a fucking Stooges song exactly. off of Funhouse. Yeah. That's not common. I never understood. Like, I was like, if that's one of your main sticking points with King Kong, like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, shut up. It's just Jack. a seven, a song. Yeah, like, just... yeah, I guess some war movies have done that, but I don't feel yeah. like it's been a prominent thing in every single war movie ever. Yeah. And uh, guess what? They were probably listening to fucking Creedence. Yeah. yeah. They're in the fucking war. Yeah. And, and, but, but even if they weren't, even if it's completely anachronistic, even if every war movie plays Creedence over their fucking war movie, Creedence plays real good over a yeah. war movie. It's super good. Yeah. It makes me want to go off to war. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, just to get all that greetings. Yeah. <laughs> They're now, yeah, all the I could just buy a CD. <laughs> but I'm very carried away right now. They sent a lot of those records overseas. For the- <laughs> I can't get my hands on them lest I go fight someone. <laughs> they sent over bars of chocolate and Creedence vinyl. Yeah. Creedence B-sides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need them sweet B-sides. <laughs> ah, war. Why didn't they call them C-sides for Creedence? <laughs> So I'm mm, sorry. Mm, mm. <laughs> I think we all I'm paused. I think sorry. we all paused for your apology. <laughs> very <laughs> It was forthcoming, and we appreciate it. Oh God! Yeah. So volume two. Yeah, a good, really good time. I did not see it in three dimensions. Okay. Nor did uh, I. But uh, while I was watching it, I'm like. I bet this looks really good in three dimensions. I I would. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing it in three dimensions, yeah, yeah. and I'm not normally. Yeah. Uh, you know, like run right out and see it in three dimensions. No, but that opening uh, big, the big opener. I keep hearing big. I was like, opener, oh yeah. shoot, it this is, is probably really good in three D. Oh my god, it's so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and funny and fucking yeah, crazy yeah, and adorable. Yeah, yeah. Not every joke works. It's okay though, because mm-hmm. lots of them do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. I want. I'm yeah, gonna go whatever. see it. As, Our hey, podcast for hey, 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 Mike, Michael Rucker, man, yeah, was really good. Oh man, really, really, really good. Yeah, I, more uh, Yon doing this one, which I think everyone was happy about. I, I'm, I'm very glad that uh, 
that I that I watched this with my family that we had like because it was a real. I mean. I'd like to say like it was a real, you know, family outing kind of thing. It yeah. was. It was great. Yeah, we yeah. all went and saw a movie kind of thing. Um, a lot of the time I was watching it while chasing my daughter around. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, at, at the end there, I, I uh, you know, I got her to sleep. So she was like just sleeping on me. And so I got to sit down and I had her. I was just, you know, cuddling my daughter and then watching this like real family moment and just... Yeah. I'm just like, mm, don't cry in front of the mommies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Cry in front of the mommies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, we talked Sounds a lot like about it. Sounds like you're going to want to check it, it out. Yeah, I like that. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's, oh, man, it's so much fun. If you didn't like it, you're wrong. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, I still think the only bad review I've heard of it is people just saying, not as good as the first one. Yeah. And they're right. Yeah. But I mean, part of it with the first well, the first one's a little leaner, which is good. But yeah. also, it's hard to top because it's discovery. Yeah. It's also yeah. it was the underdog movie. It yeah. wasn't supposed to be this big or this good or yeah. this well thought out or yeah. this original feeling. You know, even though it feels a lot like ice yeah. pirates. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and we wait, were sorry. And, what? And we were ice pirates. Oh, uh, that's what I thought. You said. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we were just all right on the cusp of like just going Chris Pratt fucking crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the movie where it was just like yeah. Bleh. And now you know he's. You can see that he's not uh, yeah. uh, immune to backlash. Yeah, with passengers. His, uh, uh, yeah, los passengeros. Uh, um, <laughs> and also, here and and another thing about I don't the, know why that tickles me, but it does. And another thing is like James Gunn, you know, under the gun for this sequel, you know, up against yeah. a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see how I looked at you the, with yeah, the yeah, side yeah. of my eye. The almost <laughs> wink that I got from Dan Gorman. Yeah, like I mean. As far as I can tell, this movie's pretty great. Maybe not like you're saying, not as great as the first one. But I mean, you got—it's a hard thing to do to yeah. come from a movie that was so pitched, like the reaction was so big, so surprising, so mm -hmm. positive, mm -hmm. and then now you have to make—you have to fucking capture that lightning in the bottle again. Yeah, and I, make it bigger and make it even better. Yeah. I have a feeling that history will be kind to this movie. I, I think have a so too. That, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, you know, and I have a feeling that the next time I watch it. Uh, I'll, the problems that I had with it, well, first of all, maybe I'll be able to sit down and watch <laughs> the whole thing. Um, but I feel I have a feeling that the problems that I had with it will will uh, shift into perspective, mm -hmm, a little bit. Mm -hmm. smooth out a little. Yeah. It, in a lot of ways, I, I found myself thinking it feels a little bit like the Empire Strikes Back of this franchise. Mm -hmm. Hear me out. Yeah. It's not not in that it's the best of the franchise or whatever. Um, but it's it explores more worlds. It explores right. more um, backdrops. Yeah, okay, uh, and and uh, and it opens up what the world of Guardians of the Galaxy. And it feels looks like, like the middle of something because yeah. this movie felt almost not on its scale necessarily, but it, it felt more episodic than cinematic. It, it, it very much you know did. I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, so I feel like in the third one, some shit's gonna explode in a crazy way. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mostly a colorful one. A very colorful. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be all sorts of yeah, beautiful yeah. fire everywhere. I'm glad that this movie is what it is, and, and this franchise is is what it is in the Marvel universe. And this is clearly going to be their direction for the long term future as the other superhero stuff fizzles down because it's almost done. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that this is now bleeding into the other ones. Obviously, Thor Ragnarok looks so good. Oh yeah, because it it went. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it make yeah, it look yeah. really good and yeah. funny and fun to be, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. the theater watching. Yeah, <laughs> that trailer was uh, 
before this as well. Nice. Seeing that on the big screen was like, oh, god damn. <laughs> I, I, I hate that you keep listing these things because I, I loved seeing it with my family, like like having that, that kind of experience. It yeah. was really fun. And I really liked that it was this because in a lot of ways I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is sort of a, a new Star Wars kind of uh, yeah, 100% world. 100% it is. Um, so it was really wonderful that I could share that with my family. But now yeah. I'm starting to go like, if I had it just gone by myself, I could have <laughs> sat in one seat, <laughs> watched the whole thing, and seen a Star Wars trailer. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but I regret nothing. Guess what? <laughs> what? I didn't see a Star Wars trailer before my movie. No. Then I feel better. So there you go. You could have, though. You I could have. Well, yeah, yeah. You could have set up some trailers for yourself. Yeah. 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 I didn't, though, because I watched Bethany from 2017, directed by James Cullen Bersack. Uh, this stars uh, Tom Green, Shannon Doherty, Zach Ward, and Stephanie Estes, or Estes. Sure. Um, and uh, Letterbox describes the synopsis as Claire and her husband find themselves moving back into Claire's childhood home, only to have the abusive and traumatic memories of her mother come back to haunt her. As her husband starts to get more work, Claire finds herself mixed up in a fog of past and present with a mysterious figure haunting her memories. What is this small figure that is trying to reach out to her, and what does it want? Small figure? Small figure. How small? Oh. Child-sized. <laughs> um, I was hoping really small. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's small. Yeah. Now, the director... Uh, is it a really small child? <laughs> <laughs> the director, JCB, James Colin Bersack, he's done some low-budget horror movies of, of different types, uh, he made a movie called Pernicious. He made a movie called 13, 13, 13. Um, and, and he's, <laughs> there you go. That's a, <laughs> a funny name. What? <laughs> there's, Pernicious. No, there's nothing to add to that except for it's a funny name. It's yeah. like a made up name. <laughs> yeah. It was like you were reading something you didn't, had no, a word you'd never seen before and just went for something. It's entirely yeah, possible it that like I'm not. Making up an outlandish pirate. It's, entire, it's entirely possible this is another potpourri and I'm just not. <laughs> pernicious? Is pernicious how I should be saying it? Per pernicious is a word. It's probably pernicious then. And I just oh, okay. I'm sorry, uh, man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> From here on out, that movie is perniculous. Potpourri. Perniculous. Perniculous. Of the high seas. <laughs> I just can't speak. <laughs> um, but uh, so this guy, he's made a bunch of horror movies of different, um, like like some of them have been direct-to-video horror. Some of them have been kind of like schlocky, like television movies. Um but uh, this is his, uh, in my opinion, from what I saw in the, um, in this film, I feel like this is his attempt at maybe going for something a bit more serious, a bit more kind of like an, an, a very low budget attempt to do the serious independent horror thing. Yeah. Kind of like, I'm going to take a movie, I'm going to like try and tackle some some kind of a you know issue it's it's very much about like her and her mother and flashbacks to her mother and like abusive family stuff and and like you know personal depression stuff and all this and it's it's kind of like you know i'm gonna do the babadook thing i'm gonna do like let's take an issue and turn it into this kind of horror yeah, you know yeah, movie yeah. yeah um but the problem with bethany from 2017 is is apparent very early in the movie because one, this movie 
one of the first things that is a, is a is a scare in this movie is that uh, they try and make a spoon extremely scary. Um, how big, how, <laughs> like how this big movie is the spoon? This, <laughs> this <laughs> or how small? Yeah, <laughs> that could fit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that scares me. <laughs> like the the first scare in this movie is she's like experiencing weird things and she looks down and her spoon isn't where she left it. So she moves it back and then she looks down again and it's moved back again somewhere else on the table. Yeah, the spoon's an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I um, thought I took the batteries out of that spoon. <laughs> But yeah, so Claire um, and her husband, Aaron, who is played by Zach Ward of A Christmas Story. Um, he was the bully in A Christmas Story. Oh, the uh, red ginger guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he also co-wrote this movie. Nice. So there you go. <laughs> right in his own dick in Zach Ward is. Yeah. So they move into uh, Claire's childhood home. Um, her abusive mother has recently passed, and the abusive mother is played in flashbacks by Shannon Doherty. Um, and so, of course, they move back to her, her childhood home. That's where Shannon already is now. She's flashback, flashback mom. material. In yeah. A, Apparently. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is a low-budget horror movie. So when they get there, obviously, things are going to be spooky. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be conveniently timed flashbacks oh, to yeah. the mother. And then there's also flashbacks to Claire and uh, her friend in the walls named Bethany. Uh, who's who's like pushing like they do a little like you know in Nightmare on Elm Street when there's like a he like appears in the wall yeah they do like that but just with like a hand where she's like Bethany's in the walls and then the hand comes and she's like hello <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, there's some of that yeah and Tom Green he plays like this marriage counselor and the first time you see him is on their television which is where they're doing like therapy sessions somehow. What, like, like a, what? On like, their what? They're on like their they're just sitting in a living room and there's like a widescreen plasma television and he's on it and they're talking to him and then there's no cameras around so I don't know how this works. <laughs> well, he tapes. It's uh, like apparently no, it, no, because they're talking back and forth like they're, they're right. all having a conversation. So it's there like it's almost as if there's Skype on his television. Okay, but I don't know why. But he's kind of like, oh, you have to go home and face what's going on here. And he's basically like he's literally video phoning in this this performance at this point. Sweet. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking this is going to be the whole movie of him on the TV. But he does show up later for mostly no reason other than to die and also do some improv riffing on Canadians and how nice we are and our accents. Oh, God. Oh, well. like, there's a scene where they're all sitting around like a table and he's like, oh, it's like we end every sentence with a question. Hey, eh? that's a funny thing about Canadians. Come <laughs> on like, now. Come on. Please no. At least um, throw a bag of milk in there. Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> At least be like, Canadians, all they ever say is, you're Donnie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Canadians. What a bunch of beachcombers! Uh, I'll take you to the loony bin. Yeah, <laughs> the toony bin. <laughs> Here we call it a toony bin, <laughs> and it costs two dollars. That was <laughs> way funnier than any of the stuff he said in the movie. <laughs> um, Why weren't we in the movie as a yeah. marriage counselor? Yeah, it was a pretty good two-dollar joke there, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I really feel like this James Cullen guy is like really wanting this movie to be taken seriously and it's I kept thinking like you know what it's an admirable attempt that you're having here that you're doing here to like try and make this movie seem very serious but it's just silly and I felt like they lean really heavily into the like independent horror is this just 
her like PTSD or her mental illness like is is it real or is it in her head and it kind of felt like they were trying to work with that material but because there's nothing really there in the script like like Babadook like it really has like a reason and and it yeah. comes to a point yeah. and these movies have to... And it's not like... Babadook doesn't go like, ooh, is it real or is it in her head? Like, it doesn't really ask no. the question. It just... It, it just kind of goes, that's this that's the reality going, yeah. of this, of mm-hmm. this yeah. world. And not to say that, like, this movie's bad because it's not Babadook, but just, like, that kind of a movie, there needs to be something in the script and it needs to be, like, saying something about, like, the mom or saying something about their relationship. And this movie is so clearly just using the shell that like it almost starts to feel like okay well now this is just an exploitative movie that's just using that trope and not adding anything to it now you're starting to like grate on my nerves because now like i'm not offended but it is kind of like you're just using this thing that's a real thing that people go through like like she's committed suicide in the past and you see like her scars and all this stuff and you're like but you're not saying anything you're just using this imagery and part of that is it's like again like it doesn't offend me like on a base level, but I am like, but that's offensive. Like, I feel like yeah. your use of that is not right. <laughs> so don't do that. Um, but it looks okay. They try and hide the low budget by doing that. Like a lot of the scenes will have a lot of the spooky scenes have like giallo lighting. Like there's a lot of like pink backlighting and colorful lights mm-hmm. where they try and very, like stylize up. What's probably just like a normal house. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's okay. It looks all right. But then the, the standard look of the movie is the blue movie. It's the bl- the blue horror movie. It's like very just yeah. everything's blue. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. So ultimately it's like it just feels like so. So the director wants to be taken seriously, but <laughs> it feels like it's an experiment in trying to be serious. It's like, okay, I have a low budget. I can get these actors. We're going to make like a script that's very, that leans very heavily on like imagery and dumb scares. It's very like, it it feels very like it's trying to be like not, not super linear, not super narrative. Like there's a lot of just kind of like, oh, the weird flashbacks and the weird lighting. It Like, it's almost trying to be like a dreamy, weird horror movie. Mm-hmm. But it, I love but it, that the director's trying to be taken se- Yeah, but it just it feels like... Get me Tom Green. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just feels like... Get him to grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> get a newsy hat on him. The biggest beard you've ever seen. And let him riff, for God's sake. <laughs> let him riff about Canadians. Yeah, it, it, it feels like he's not actually trying to be serious by like writing a really you know impersonal movie it just feels like i'll be serious now so this is how serious movies look and feel and sound no not like there's no beating heart to it yeah and you need that yeah if this is the kind of movie you want yeah to make. a point yeah, yeah exactly and it did one of the things it does a lot is you know how in like movies where a character is like going mad and like and and it'll cut something that somebody's doing a very normal thing and they'll like cut to shots of them doing it like really like like hyped up so there's a scene where zach ward is like eating cereal and they're at the dinner table and the way that he's eating cereal is getting on our nerves so we we start to see from her perspective these shots of him going like like grinding his teeth and like eating cereal really like crazily and like, <laughs> and, like laughing going like <laughs> and it's supposed to be like she's she's experiencing this this thing that's like grating on her and there's a few scenes where this happened there's a scene where zach ward and tom green are having like a conversation 
and and she's looking at it from like the other side of the kitchen and it keeps cutting to them being like having these insane fits of laughter and like going it's almost like in evil dead 2 where you start to get those crazy things on the wall and stuff it's like it's like a, a trying to be a realistic version of that and you're like this is just a trick this is just a way to edit the scene this like you're not giving me any insight into her other than she thinks things are weird look how this looks to her and that that's just like that the whole that's the whole thing about this movie that I really didn't like. Like good on you for trying and the budget and then you got Shannon Doherty and these people like to sell the DVDs and stuff, but like you really need more mm-hmm. if you're gonna make this kind of movie. It was just a bummer. Yeah. A real fucking bummer. Yeah. Um now Great. All that said, <laughs> should anyone should should if if I found myself in the mood for something like that, should no. I see it? No, uh-huh. absolutely not. If you find yourself in the mood for like a wackadoo movie like this, watch the fucking Bye Bye Man. <laughs> like this, there's nothing here. Like, yeah. like nothing. And the scares are dumb. None of the scares are scary. It's just none of it works. None of it. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty good. No. <laughs> uh, don't watch it. No. No. All right. I won't. Now, Casey, you gave us an album to listen to this week. That I did, Dan. That I did. I gave you guys an album called The Cranberries Are At It Again. <laughs> uh, it's called Something Else. Oh, here's, here's. Hey, guys. And I don't, think you, I don't think you know what you gave us exactly. I was literally exactly. about to say that. I don't think you understand. When you saw this in the thing, you just saw the name of it and the cover, and you were just like, "I'll give this to these guys." That is exactly. I don't what think happened. you you knew that what you were giving us was an acoustic slash string arrangement mm-hmm. greatest hits re-recording album. Oh, oh yeah, because this so, is there's. I think maybe there's a new song or two. Maybe I don't know, but so what? The like, I hate this fucking band. It's, I've yeah. always hated this band. I don't yeah. like their dumb songs. No. And this was just a huge acoustic reminder the of, the people, right? uh, of like year by year why I hate them. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. did you say? What I said you're you're echoing the cries of the people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's here's my thing with with this band. When I was younger, I was pretty young. I feel like when Zombie came out, mm-hmm. and it's such like an earworm thing that when I hear the standard version of that song, I'm like. I understand why this was on the radio entirely. And I'm like, you know what? For what this is, it's a pop song. It gets stuck in your head. Fine. Yeah. Fine. I'll let you have that. And I won't. That's the I one. won't let them have it. I think that's the one that makes me just want to punch someone in the because face. It, it I, makes I, me I wanna hate, I hate how lazy everything about that song I, is. It makes uh-huh. me wanna sing along in an annoying way like in a fun annoying way when you hear it like i can i can understand that there is like something there that people like for some reason i just like to be an idiot and sing along with it and try and hit the notes which i can't hit i i just like get it as a thing that Uh exists yeah fair enough you (laughs) love that song you think it's really good (laughs) and all you can do is uh sing along to it i can't help it weep openly weep oh yeah for sure i find i what really irritated me about listening to this was um the there's you got the album yeah well everything sucks because you can hear 
more of why it sucks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that would be stripped back and that's, go like, ooh. Yeah, that's why the, the the standard single version, I'm like, whatever, it's just a song that was big on the radio. And then you listen to this one, and it's like, let's take our bad, dumb song yeah. and let you get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's just see how shallow it is. <laughs> let's, um, let's really open this thing up on the yeah. open road. Yeah, but Linger is the first track on this album. Oh. And uh, their first big hit. And I... I, I it's there's this listening it this one was just it lingers it was just it was just in my head yeah the entire in week in your head yeah <laughs> like oh I see. it's all like a shared universe yeah i see um <laughs> but yeah i just wandered around with the fucking chorus of linger pulsating it through my brain the other maybe that's the brilliance of them that it's so Terrible. Irritatingly catchy. Yeah. yeah. I hate this fucking band. <laughs> I hate them so much. It's real cheap. It's like, sure, it's catchy, but it's real cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And, and, no. and everything else, once you've heard one song on this particular album, they were like, hey, we have this this career of music. Right. What if every... Do they? What was their other song other than Linger? And, I don't um, know. I feel oh. like they've had so many albums. Like, well, yeah, like yeah. people are Free buying to them. Decide. I forgot that song existed. I don't and know. It was on here. But you, I mean, you do know what that is. It, uh, not in the sense that they've had. A, <laughs> Touche. Not, I, was, I was surprised. As, well, not surprised because I don't know how you would play it acoustically, but the uh, Salvation wasn't on here because that was yeah. like a big fucking hit for them. Uh, yeah. How does that go? Sing that's, it. That's the one that kind of rips on uh, the Pixies a little bit with the whole. Uh, 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 oh, I uh, hate that fucking uh, uh, song. Uh, 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 I hate that song and I hate that video. Yeah, it's yeah. got a clown. Here's in it. the thing: when I say <laughs> a career, yeah, I don't mean like. I just mean they've got a lot of albums and right. they have yeah. apparently people bought them. Some yeah. people had to because they kept so putting yes. out albums. Yeah. So they have this like chunk of music to pull from so we're gonna get a bunch of songs from every album or whatever and we're just gonna play them in as bland a way as possible on acoustic guitar yeah. and then we're gonna we, get yeah we made the starbucks version of our yeah. music and then we're gonna get a string you know group to uh, which is apparently like a it, it's apparently the people that do all the strings and stuff are like a prominent you know like orchestra from somewhere, London or I don't know where, but I think someone might have ordered an orchestra, yeah, possibly while high. high. I'm looking at you, Cypress Hill. <laughs> I'm looking at you, the cranberries. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it every fucking song sounds exactly the same. Yeah. It's like their music was already very samey in the sense of like what they they sounded like as a full band, but here it's just like even worse. Yeah, nice. it really is. It sucked. It sucked. It really sucked. I don't know if it was as painful as the first experience we had on the show with Cranberries, um, but it was pretty bad. It, it, in some ways, it was like the moment when I realized what it was. For a moment, I was like, "Oh, okay, so it's just this, these it's songs be, again." Yeah. But then when you get like three in, you're like, "Oh, it's these fucking songs again." Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was hard. And the other one was really hard because you were just like tre- like treading new water with an album, anyways. Sometimes difficult, yeah. Even if it's a band you like, yeah. But then just like an open end, like no familiarities, yeah. Cranberry songs, yeah. I don't know <laughs> I'm not sure which is worse. Totally, I really don't know. But I know I hate this band. It's, it's always, always will. No power of nostalgia will no. ever remedy any of these tunes for me. I get it. Well, it's no, terrible. because it's not like there was a moment in time where you liked these songs. No, no. <laughs> but some songs that I didn't care for when they were out, now when I hear them, I have, have a fondness for yeah, them. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah, I get that. As long as Cranberries keep putting out whatever they may put out. <laughs> 
I'm going to keep giving it to you. Uh-huh. Now, I get to give the Punishment album. Yeah. And I struggled here because I was sure I was going to give you a certain album. And then I wasn't so sure. Oh. Because I have... That is a riveting story. I know. <laughs> it's really Because I have been listening to a ton of Toto. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first four Toto that. albums. Yeah. And I was very certain I was going to give you guys an album by Toto. Right. But then some other hey, things I'm not going to complain. Yeah. yeah. So here's a thing that I remembered this morning. Do you remember when boy bands were famous mm-hmm. that there Which was... Which time? <laughs> the, the, the 2000s go around. Right. Um, do you remember when there was a spoof boy band? Spoof boy band? That scored a hit that was as big as some of the boy bands and even outranked uh, on some of the Billboard charts, the boy bands. This is sounding familiar, it unless was, you're talking about Prozac. No, this was. it was also a movie and a television show featuring a Canadian actor amongst other non-Canadian people, but they, are, they were a boy band called Together. Um, oh, like with a two. Wait, there was a movie, like a number two together. I, but it, it was a yeah. Canadian show, wasn't it? I don't think so. It was on MTV. Really? It might have been a Canadian show, but M- it was definitely an and MTV. They weren't thing. a real band. They it were a not a real band. band. It was a I joke. definitely, definitely remember. They this showed being it the all thing. the time on Much Music. Yeah, right? yeah, and okay. that's why I thought it was Canadian, and also because it just one of the guys is god awful. <laughs> yeah, one of the so guys. I was like, well, this must be Canadian, <laughs> yeah. right? One of them is Canadian. Maybe it was a Canadian production, and MTV picked it up. But it was. It was an MTV thing. They put out two albums oh. in the same year. Oh, yeah. There's like an old, bald, fat guy. Yeah, Kevin here, Farley. Right? right. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Really? I yeah. remember. And there was a show. What there a was show. a show and there was an And MTV that other guy movie. with... with I don't know what I don't know how to describe extreme he, features. Yes, <laughs> he's a he's a rem- he's a memorable actor. Yeah, he's got a. He's, that is a nicer and yet somehow meaner way to describe somebody. Describe just somebody where you're, you uh, probably want to listen. Just be like, I promise you, weird. look at these guys. There's some extreme yeah. features. Now I will say I guy. think th- I do th- I do find it funny that it's a boy band and then there's just one guy who's the older brother and it's Kevin Farley. Right. <laughs> I think that's pretty there's, funny. There's a there yeah. There's something to that. I did see some of this on Much Music. Now, they put out two albums uh, in the same year, but I'm giving you their second album called Again. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to Together's Again. It's mm-hmm. in its entirety on YouTube. It is not on the streaming services, but you can listen to that. Uh, this is the one that had their song, uh, The Hardest Part of Breaking Up is Getting Back All Your Stuff. So you can, uh, mm-hmm. that was one of the ones I think that, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the ones that, uh, at one point they had a song, I think it was that one that like out charted NSYNC. So enjoy this. Oh, spoof. forgive me. Um, extreme features is the only polite way that you can, uh, des- <laughs> <laughs> describe what's happening here. <laughs> uh-huh. so, you, so Greg was trying not to be mean. <laughs> and you were like, I, I kind of uh, I I kicked it over <laughs> the cliff. I could go further. Yeah. Um, so check that out. Check out Together and the T is a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. <laughs> let me know. I'm interested to, to see what's going on here. Yeah. Um, let me I see. I feel like that will be short lived. Yeah, most likely. I think they were talking about doing a reunion at some point. And Do you want me to one, make watch a bunch of the show as well? Or? No. Yes. No, that's fine. I, I, I want you to be too. safe. <clears throat> well, maybe the movie can be a punishment or a commentary thing. Mm. Yeah, maybe this is our new uh, our new cause right here. 
Yeah, there you go. So enjoy the hardest part about breaking up is getting back your stuff. Yeah. Uh, awesome lover. Yeah. Uh, you and you and me. And then the last song on this album is called Regular Guy, and it's from when I was reading the Wikipedia for the album. Apparently on the show, he had to go into anger management, and that's his, like, I'm a regular guy now song. So enjoy that one, too. There's some context for you. Ooh, I'm glad there's backstory. Yeah. So, together. I always thought this band was called N Together. <laughs> why? I don't know why. So when I was, I was like, "Do you, hey Emma, do you remember N Together?" And, and we figured it out that it, that's not what it was. Yeah. Enjoy. You figured it out, or she said it's together. She idiot. said, "Shut up, Dan." <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next mm. week we will be talking about <sighs> that, and we're also going to talk about movies, which we are going to roll for right now. Right now. Uh, this this week in Canada, the Belco experiment. Speaking of James Gunn, yeah, uh, written by James Gunn, yeah. Uh, this was a Midnight Madness movie at TIFF. Looks mm-hmm. pretty great. Getting I've, a lot of positive I've, buzz. I've heard some conflicting things about it, but uh, the good, like the bad, all seems like maybe yeah, maybe you just watch it out of context or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, because all the good up. that I hear about it, I really trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So hopefully, just for a fun crazy time at the movies with this film and then the loser is a theater pick it's been a little while i feel I like know. since we had a theater yeah, yeah. pick a lot of middling stuff yeah so i mean recently we picked a movie by this director so that's, that's right. funny that's, yeah yeah um we're like going with down the, the new king arthur film right i saw somebody was Wait. writing about this movie and in their review they said you know, we had a King Arthur movie recently, like a couple of years back, which was like, oh, what if it's like, you know, we'll be, we'll try and do the King Arthur tale, but this is apparently, you know, what if King Arthur had a sweet vest? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, uh, I thought that this is a Guy Ritchie, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. What movie did we pick? Swept, Swept away. away. Oh, oh, I thought you meant we picked a winner. No, no, no. Okay. We picked yeah. it was a yeah. loser recently. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, yes. I don't. Guy I, loser. I, 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 we, we were talking a bit about his uh, Sherlock Holmes films. Yeah, before we started recording, I never saw those. Um, I saw one on a plane, and for watching it on a plane, I was like, eh, it didn't suck like I thought it would. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, RDJ and yeah, Jude Law just fine. Sure, I tried watching the second one and I couldn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the first uh, one's not great. No, I mean the first it, it one's fun, but I, fine. I don't like the second but one. But yeah, but yeah. now they're they're like do that thing you did to Sherlock Holmes, but to the the King guy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. have that guy from you know um, who's that guy from Pacific Rim who doesn't know how to act? Yeah, get him. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Fuck boy, that. this is gonna be. This is all <laughs> sorts of boring people getting together <laughs> to tell a boring story. <laughs> I don't want to see this at all. No. <laughs> uh. Well, roll for it. All right, I'm gonna go first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> five. It's a five. Oh, it's a strong. Five. Strong. Oh, six. six. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna roll a six. That's no, two. It's a two. Ah, it's a two. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Go get that sword, Dan. Uh, go get f- that sword. Go get that sword. Pull out of that rock. You fall in love with that sword. That, put on your vest and get that sword. <laughs> <laughs> you get that sleepy biker out of the way and you get that sword. Uh, I'm making a day of it and I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And then 
I don't know if I should do it before or after. No, Maybe do it after. after. Play, yeah, 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 yeah. Come Clean back to life, the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, because I have a feeling that this movie's just going to be, like, not brown or gray, blue, but yeah. very gray. Yeah. Really gray. I wonder how long it is. Yeah. I'll find out right now. <laughs> oh, I hope it's like three hours. I know, me too. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Mm-hmm. I'm real on a... Yeah, King Arthur, the- Legend of the Sword. <laughs> Legends of the Sword. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, only two hours and six minutes. Phew. Still. Well. We oh, be- but on the poster, it's like, uh, what if he had like a sweet little fuzzy jacket? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> king Arthur, coziest king <laughs> in all of Cozy as fuck. Yeah, my neck is warm. <laughs> mm. I'm toasty warm and I'm ready to get that sword. <laughs> What's with that accent? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a dead-on accent. <laughs> I'm Charlie Hannum. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a king. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> next week I will be looking at him, and he is a king. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking about that movie. You guys are going to go see the Belko Experiment, you ding-dongs. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about our album, which I've already forgotten I gave you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, uh, together. 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 That's it for this episode. Please go Oops. to monitorsperior.com. Mm. Click on the Patreon button. Support us. You can, mm. you can buy in for $2 a month and get access to the Slack where we chat and have fun. Or you could buy in for 5 and or get five. Uh, some awesome bonus content. Yeah. Buy in for 10 why don't you? Yeah. Well, there there you go. There's, there's a ton of shit you can do. You can it's do pretty dope. If you dope. want to. Get up in here. Come on. Yeah. And uh, tell all your friends. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. Uh, ModernSuperior.com is where you can find us and many other shows, such as A Frame Apart, uh, Changing Reels, and and uh, Surface Noise, many more. Lots to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven, but mm-hmm. King Arthur is very warm. Yes. Toasty. He's got... Boneria. Yeah. <laughs> Toasted King Paniculus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.